0: everybody, welcome back to the Ninja Nerd Warrior Podcast for February 29th, 2020. I am Greg Hernandez, and this is kind of a big weekend if you're a wrestling fan. We had WWE Super Showdown from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia on Thursday, and as I record this right now, AEW Revolution is starting. So, here's going to be the plan. I recorded the uh, schedule for one fall show with the guys from Wasp Mess Videos earlier, uh, Frankie and Miguel, we always do the review for the WWE pay-per-views, so if you ever want to check out those video shows, that just go to Facebook and look up schedule for One Fall, and you can catch me and Frankie and Miguel doing those reviews, but I'm going to post the audio from that show right here, so you can check this out. Uh, I got lazy. I've been medicated all week, folks. I've been sick as hell. Fucking Coronavirus. Um, so, and I've been medicated out of my goddamn skull. So instead of actually recording with them and then coming and doing an independent show, I'm just going to post the audio here. So this is going to be WWE Super Showdown. And as I'm posting that here, like I said, Revolution is starting up. It started up about 10 minutes ago. So I'm going to do a second show. I'm going to do a two-parter. Uh, the second show is going to be AEW Revolution. So, that being said, here is me, Frankie Miguel, scheduled for one fall, doing the WWE Super Showdown.
1: Okay, now we're live. There we go. Alright, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to Schedule for One Fall. I was going to say the biggest old gentleman, I've got a <laughs> cigar in my hand. All right, welcome to Schedule for One Fall. It
0: classes up the joint. It right? really does.
1: It's like the classiest our podcast I've ever been. And, uh, I'm Frankie. I'm Greg. And How are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys had a chance to watch, uh, WWE Super Showdown? We gave you two days. Yeah. No spoilers. Um, I gotta say, you know, it, it went
0: not, not great. the way I was hoping for. N- it, a very non-super Super Showdown. It was
1: not not great. Do you think they should be allowed to use the word Super Showdown if it's not actually a Super Showdown? It's definitely, I, I think Saudi Mania.
0: We'll just go with Saudi, Saudi Mania. Saudi Mania. I, yeah, it's kind of,
2: That's a way better name.
0: Yeah. And I am gonna get paid for this shit. Like, really. Just.
1: WWE presents Saudi Mania. There we go. I think that would have worked a lot better. Uh, for some reason, it's not bringing up. It's up. My no no no. Like anytime I push like a W, it'll bring up all the wrestling groups. Oh. And for whatever reason, it's not doing that right now. So I have to go through my entire list and look for wrestling groups. Oh. So that's a lot of fun. Okay.
0: So anyway, if you have sixty million dollars and you want to put on your own show, this is what it would look like. Okay. That's how much WWE makes off these fucking shows. Sixty million. Which is why you wonder, hey, how can an American uh, uh, reporter get killed and they still do the show? Because it was $60 million. That's why. They said, fuck that guy. So, um, yeah, that's ba- – and then did you notice how many people did not go back this year? I did not. <laughs> they, oh, there was a bunch of people that after – not this year, but after the last one, there was some kerfluffle about them not getting paid for the last three shows. Oh, yeah, you know about, oh, yeah, they heard, yeah, so they had not gotten paid, so Vince and the prince are kind of like, well, fuck you, fuck you, so right after the show, Vince and Hunter and pretty much all the senior staff jumped on a private jet and got the fuck out, which is why, like, two-thirds of the staff, mainly the workers, were stuck in uh, Saudi Arabia for, like, three extra days, oh, claiming mechanical failure on three planes, Mechanical failure on three planes. No, what happened was there was a, there was a, some dispute over the, them not getting paid, so the uh, the Saudi prince shut down the airport and they couldn't get out for three days. So you had a shit ton of guys said nope, not going back. So which is why six matches, eight matches,
1: one, two, three, four, five,
0: and a bunch of nobody Six, seven, eight, nine.
2: Yeah, it was super. I wasn't. I was just super bummed.
0: Yeah, which, which is why Ray got 38 seconds of screen time. But he probably made a good bit of money for it. Oh, him. yeah, no, no, he did. You know who? You know whose paycheck I want to see? Lana.
1: Yeah. Lana
0: took four steps out, posed with Lashley, Lashley goes to the ring, Lana goes back, and I'm like, that bitch just made like $100,000 per step right there. That just walked out, waved, went back in. Still, Easily, they still gotta pay her for that. that show. Easily. she
1: probably's like you do round it up to half a mil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. That's I
0: want. That's the paycheck I want.
1: But uh, so let's get into the first one. The first one was the gauntlet for the
0: Tuwaki <laughs> no, no, trophy. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. The prestigious Tuwake trophy. Two-way. I know this because they said it every three minutes. The prestigious
1: Tuwake trophy. Now, how, how exactly is it prestigious? The first one, that's- like, is it so prestigious? Have you ever been able to do it before? And it was this was the right moment. You watch the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. How many times did they mention the Lombardi Trophy?
0: Once. Yeah. At the end of the fucking game. Yeah. They didn't have to say the prestigious Lombardi Trophy every three minutes.
1: Yeah, maybe once at the beginning, say, oh, this is what they're playing for. And then, yeah, at the end when they present it. But, uh, no, they don't They don't to say the prestigious Lombardi and Trophy. Every third
0: time, uh, Cole would shake it up. The prestigious to Wake Trophy, a mountain here in Saudi Arabia that is a symbol of strength and fortitude. Uh, we we get Fucking, a yes. Oh my god. He just kept hammering the shit out of it.
1: Yeah, it, that that was that was yeah. Let's just get into the match, shall oh. we? So it starts off with the Lana and, and Lashley coming right. out in R Truth. And uh R Truth took a good bump off of that one. He cut his face early. He
0: hit the he hit the steps with the wrong shoulder. Yeah. It's one of those things that you do a hundred times and then it's that one time you just you brain fart. And Okay, so when you hit the steps, you hit the steps with the inside shoulder, the shoulder closest to the ring, because the way their steps are set up, you hit that those steps, and they fly away from the ring. Truth hit with the outside shoulder, driving the steps into the pole and back into his face.
1: Smart, stopped it with his face. Exactly.
0: So it was just one of those things that – we, I mean, you've done it a million times, but f- just for one reason that – I
1: think maybe because you're on the side of the world, it was backwards for him.
0: It was in Australia. <laughs> See, it was Australia, like when the toilets swallowed the other way. Yeah, same thing, same it's process. Right same See, he concept. thought the he
1: thought the steps would move differently. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. He,
0: was a, he hit the steps another time right after that, and he, he saw – he was like, nope, not doing this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's how he got busted open. I rewound that. I'm like, oh, fuck, because that
1: – it hit the post and right back into his face. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that was bad. Ah. But he he ends up getting a a quick roll-up on Lashley, which I thought was cool. Um, And then the return of Andrade, which I was kind of happy for because I I was waiting to see him come back. Yeah, he came back from his
0: drug test failure. (laughs) That's why he was off TV for 30 days. He had a drug test failure. Injured. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, But he looked good. He looked like he didn't have any ring rust or anything, so that was cool. I liked that. I'm I'm a fan of his. I laughed because he came back from a drug test failure, and this dude was easily 15
0: pounds heavier. Mm -hmm. He was jacked. I'm like... Well, he, he, did, he took uh, advantage of the time he had off. <laughs> he did a uh, uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. <laughs> and Triple H and yeah. anyone who has uh, extended time off.
1: Remember Hunter tore his quad and came back 30 pounds heavier? Yep. Yeah. Uh, but so they're getting into it, and uh, he goes for his spinning back elbow maneuver, and they end up bumping heads. He falls over in the most ridiculous way I've ever seen, and then Truth kind of – does this number, waits for him to fall the right spot, and then he falls on top of him for a for – a, um, He just laid one, on the yeah. pin, yeah. Here's what I thought
0: they were doing. Do you remember when um, Kofi got hot? It was on a gauntlet match. And so Kofi just – he ran the gauntlet, and every person he put away, the crowd got hotter and hotter. And I thought that's what they were doing, the truth. Oof. I, re- I must have been like, oh, like they're actually going to run with truth. You know, he puts away Lashley. Uh, it was a slip on a banana peel, but he, he, he put away Lashley. He put away uh, Andrade. And then um, Rowan
1: comes out and gets disqualified. I still got to know what's inside <laughs> that damn thing. I know it's empty, but I want to know like what they're supposed to think it is because that shit's hilarious. I know what it is. What is it? It's a cameraman. It's
0: a little miniature cameraman because we've seen the videos of Rowan's face— from the inside. Oh, of, it's a little yeah. miniature cameraman. That's, that's what he's carrying around.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he gets, he, gets, uh, he gets DQ'd off of that. Truth moves on to the next guy, uh, who we're both big fans of, AJ Styles. Huge fan of AJ. And uh, ends up tapping him with that, Was it, the, the calf, calf? The calf fisher? killer. Um, it's, the calf cru- it's the
0: calf killer,
1: but you can't kill things in WWE, so it's the calf crusher. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. In jiu-jitsu,
0: it's the calf slicer. Mm. An, that's a legit jiu-jitsu hold.
2: Yeah, it looks like it would hurt real bad if he put a little more pressure. It sucks. Uh, My instructor
0: was like,
1: here, let me try this one time. I'm like,
2: oh.
1: <laughs> next time, tell me what you're going to do. Shit. <laughs> um,
2: let me try this one.
1: So from that, uh, next dude to be out was Ray Mysterio. And they cut to the back because they play his music twice. It doesn't show. And he's in the back getting handled by the rest of the OC, which I thought was funny. I'm sorry. That's not as hilarious. Ray having the
0: second highest paycheck, making $200,000 per kick. <laughs> he got kicked like eight times Not
2: bad You Not flew him
0: all the bad. way out to Saudi Arabia To take an ass open for
1: 38 seconds Yeah,
2: like, can I have just pre-recorded this, please? Uh,
1: Jason, Christian, how you guys doing? Thank you guys for joining us Hey, guys um, So, I didn't know he was going to be there So it shocked me when I heard the music But uh, taking um, Rabia Serious Place was The Undertaker Did you well, know he was going to be there?
0: The, okay, so originally it was Rusev Originally, Rusev had the Rey Mysterio spot. Okay. But Rusev was another one of those guys that said, fuck you, I'm not going back after last time. So they put Rey in. And then, what was it? Monday or Tuesday, you get pictures on the internet of Taker in an airport. And everyone's saying it was the airport in Riyadh. So I'm like, again, it's on Facebook, so it must be true. Right, yeah, absolutely. Get the lights on there. Yeah, and then the moment I saw uh, Gallows and Anderson hit the ground, I went, Oh shit, he is there. And then you see the boots and the trench coat, and I'm like, okay.
2: Dude, that, they probably the Punisher. <laughs> <was laughs> That'd have been great.
0: I don't
1: uh-huh.
2: know if Josh Brolin walks yeah. out. Yeah.
1: So, the Taker adds the prestigious to weight trophy. Hold
0: on, you have to. We have to acknowledge this.
1: Okay. r truth
0: got his ass kicked for forty minutes to set up a match between Taker and AJ. <laughs> How, how how do you do that? How do you because there were gra- there were fan made graphics of Taker and AJ, mm-hmm. like fan made WrestleMania posters, and so I'm going like, is this where they're going? But they weren't official; they were fan made. Yeah. I've seen fan made pictures of Robert Pattinson as Batman. Doesn't mean he's gonna be a good Batman. So I'm going like, okay, I don't I'm not paying too much attention to Taker and AJ at, at Mania. Yeah. And then Taker. Takes Mysterio's spot Comes out Chokeslams AJ Makes him look like a geek And that's when I went Oh shit, R-Truth just got his ass kicked for 40 minutes To set up AJ and Taker at Mania
1: There's probably a lot of zeros in that check
0: Oh yeah, oh oh, no, Taker, yeah Yeah Taker doesn't get out of bed for a couple million Much less leave the country (laughs) Like, no Uh, Oh yeah, when
2: you build yourself up with that He's earned it
0: I want to say if I if I remember them don't quote me on the numbers but I want to say that Taker and Goldberg made 6 million, 10 million some in that Each? neighborhood for the last one. Each? For, yes. Holy shit. Yes. For that match that they that that match they did where they both got hurt <laughs> that yeah. last one, they made that off that match. So I don't know how much they made this time. But, yeah, don't, don't quote me on the exact numbers, but it was in the ballpark.
1: It was easily seven or eight figures. Jeez. I guess I'd go to Riyadh for that and oh, risk, yeah. risk being having to be stuck there for three days. I'd punch
0: my mom for that much <laughs> money.
1: She'd be pissed if I didn't. I you
2: <laughs> God fuck uh, that's a lot of goddamn money. Yeah. it's a so. lot of
1: money. Um, yeah, he gets confirmed to be Batman by DC, uh, by DC so he's going to be suiting up. And what they uh, gotten some heat for actually, just kind of off topic, but when they did the reveal of uh, part of his his, his costume, um, they got a lot of shit for it from Marvel fans because of the red coloring and the way the the mask looked a little bit was reminiscent of the way they did Daredevil. Right, and so a lot of Marvel fans were were complaining about that.
0: No, a lot of internet fans were complaining. Yeah.
1: The internet is basically the internet is good for two
0: things: porn and bitching about things. That's basically what the internet's for these
2: days. Bitching about things, porn. There you go. Yeah. You just watch someone bitch about stuff.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the suit? I've seen just a little teaser thing of it. They've they've taken some some shots of like on the suit is not bad. I'm not a fan of the cowl because the ears look way back here. It's it's there's something off balance about it. But the suit is not bad. I will say the suit.
2: The new logo. They up a bit. But is it in. is it the
1: tiny ears in the back? Yeah. Okay, I, okay, I've seen that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that.
2: They should have went with a um, Bob Burger Louise towel. <laughs> so it's pointy rabbit ears. I like it, but, yeah. You
1: know, just change it up. Change it up. Uh, but so moving on, guys, to the next match. It was the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The New Day, taking on uh, Miz and the returning Morrison. I think this is one of his first big, big matches since he's been back for right. the last couple I, months.
0: I, you know what? I've never said this before. I love Miz and Morrison as a team. Oh well, yeah, yeah, They're yeah, absolutely. They're a great douchebag heel team, and the, it's just a team that you you can't help but hate. And I love that as a as a team. So I'm like, I, I miss them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was always a big Morrison fan. I was sad when he left, uh, but he did some awesome stuff in the other places he went to. Um, I was I was really excited to hear uh, when the news broke that they brought him back. I was like, that's awesome. Um, I was hoping they would put him back with Miz. I was telling Miguel this when I heard he was coming back. So. The fact that he did it, I love it. Well, Morrison was the first.
0: Morrison does not get the credit he deserves. Morrison was the original Cody Rhodes. Morrison said, you know what? Fuck WWE. I don't need them. And he went out, and he went to Lucha Underground, and he was uh, um, Johnny Mundo. Mundo, Yeah. And then he went to Impact. It was Johnny Impact. And then he he went all over the world. He worked for these promotions. He started doing his own movies, you know. And he made a career outside of WWE. Right. And then Cody did it. Cody just did it better. But Morrison, Morrison was the first one that did it. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. So when he came back, that's what – see, WWE loves to do that. WWE loves to control their properties. Mm-hmm. And so when he came back, I'm like, oh, he got a paycheck. Oh, you yeah. You know Morrison got a paycheck to come back. So, yeah, good for him.
2: Go, yeah. Get
1: your dollars up and – Come back and make some real money. Absolutely. Yeah, it Um, it is really (coughs) talented. And and I was actually happy to see that they ended up winning. Yeah. Um, I was really, I thought that was really cool. I did not think they would have the need to drop the belts, uh, but they did. So we have new SmackDown Tag Team Champions.
0: And it wasn't a great match. This was not, this was basically a SmackDown level match. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I I don't know how much, I've never been to Riyadh. I have no idea what kind of flight that is. I can imagine that's, I know Australia is 16 hours. That, Right I think here. they
1: said it was like twenty-five hours to get okay, there. Okay, that that there you go. Because of layovers and and how they have they can't go straight; they have to go here and there. Right. So okay, yeah, so then twenty-five hours to
0: put on a match that's par with a SmackDown live match after a twenty-five hour flight. Good on them. Yeah. You know that's I'm not taking anything away from it, but yeah, after twenty-five hours of travel, fuck yeah.
1: And then they had to come back and be on on SmackDown
0: that night, the next day. Yeah, that's then, crazy. That's ridiculous.
1: So I'm, I'm sure as soon as everybody was finished with their match, shower, plane.
0: Oh, yeah, and then, well, I mean, Miz and Morrison had a great match
1: with the Usos last night. Yep. You know, after flying back from Riyadh, so. Yep. Um, after that, we had uh, Angel Garza and Alberto uh, Carrillo with no Selena Vega. Vega. Uh, I know Miguel's not a fan of either of those guys. Uh, I like Angel Garza. I like his character. I don't know what it is about him, the, just the cocky um, way he acts. I like it and the fact that, I don't know, it, it's a it's – a, um, Family feud with them that they're doing. right? Uh, so I like that angle as well. I think that's kind of cool.
0: Either the WWE network, uh, network hates Angel Garza or my house is haunted. Because I watch the, the WWE Network on my Xbox. I'm laying on my bed. I got my, I got my tablet up and I'm taking notes. Controller's here and the controller's powered off. Angel Garza makes his entrance and it just starts fast forwarding. <laughs> controller's powered off. So either the network hates him or my house is haunted because I never watched this match. It just fast forwarded. <laughs> and next thing I know, uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Buddy Murphy are in the ring. I'm like, what fuck just happened? are <laughs> really good at
2: this. Okay. No, I, had the same match over and over again. It's like, I'm, I'm tired of watching it.
0: Well, it's just <clears throat> WB, everything has to be branded. Okay? Normal wrestling match, normal show, promotion, whatever. You put two guys in the ring who you know are going to have a good match. You say, give us 8, 10, 20 minutes. Here's your finish. Go. And you let them put it together. WWE has agents and producers and writers, and they have to micromanage every second of everything. So that's what you're left with. You're left with these two guys who have the same match over and over. Roman and Baron Corbin. Is yeah. the exact, oh, God, yeah. exact, the perfect example. I, of this. I
1: will say the only difference for me between those two and mm. these two. I actually like Angel Garza, and I think Umberto Carrillo is somewhat talented, and I like watching him sometimes. I can't stand Baron Corbin, and I cannot for the life of me stand Roman Reigns. I just can't. He's been forced down too much.
0: Uh, Angel Garza and um, Umberto Carrillo, they're talented. Yeah. They're young, they're very talented, and the saying is these guys would do great. Anywhere else but here. And that's sadly true. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, I mean, but I mean, with Roman and Baron, again, that's Vince going, no, these are my guys. I'm going to run with these no matter what. And we're just going to hammer it into the ground.
1: Uh, Real quick, uh, Jason says he can't get into either character, uh, much like Miguel. Josh, how you doing? Um, Christian trying in. Hold on, which
0: which characters?
1: Uh, Umberto and and, um, um, Garza. Valid.
0: It's very valid because you haven't done anything with them okay here's the thing you either if you love a character or you hate a character you care and that's pro wrestling doesn't matter if they love you or if they hate you are they bored if they're bored you failed okay yeah, if you they? if you can't get into either character it's because wwe hasn't fucking done shit with now them. you see
1: i i will say i did like leo rush versus angel Garza when they had their matches i thought those were really really cool i like seeing leo rush do his stuff and him and Angel put on some pretty good matches. I don't know if you ever saw any of them. I saw a bunch of them. Okay. Here's, and here's the everybody's debate. Uh, do we
0: watch for characters or do we watch for moves and great matches? Mm. And Jim Cornette had one of the greatest uh, explanations of it. There's four main reactions that you get in pro wrestling. There's yay and boo and there's ooh and ah. Yay and boo is the character. Okay. Do I like this person? Do I hate this person? Will I cheer them? Will I, will I boo them? Okay. Ooh and ah is your reaction to their matches. The difference being yay and boo sells tickets. Ooh and ah doesn't. Mm -hmm. Okay. How many tickets were sold to see Ric Flair get his ass kicked? How many, how many tickets were sold to boo John Cena? Yay and Boo sells tickets. Ooh and ah is really fucking cool when you're in the building.
1: Right, right, right. And that's
0: the thing with Leo Rush and Angel Garza. It's all ooh and ah, which is awesome when you're there. But what gets you into the building?
1: Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's
2: the whole, you have to bring them in, and then hopefully keep them. Keep right. Them coming.
0: And when I heard Cornette explain it that way, I went, it's fucking brilliant.
2: It's
1: a man stuff. his Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. He's only been doing it. 40 years, 30 years, and maybe he knows something. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So uh, Garza wins, uh, which I was fine with, uh, which brings uh, – I was going to say SmackDown Raw Tag Team Championship match, uh, which is uh, the Monday Night Messiah, uh, Seth Rollins, and Buddy Murphy uh, versus um, the Street Profits. And I thought this was a great match. I loved it.
0: I, the whole, it was a great match. All four guys worked their ass off, and there's two things I noticed that were totally, just had me distracted from the rest of the match. Poor Seth Rollins. Remember when he was, like, universal champion and, like, the face of the company?
1: Everyone loved him.
0: Whether you loved him or hated him, he was great.
1: He wore two gloves or none, not just one, which is really weird.
0: And then, now he's just a tag team champion, and everyone knows Vince hates tag teams. So you've just
1: completely, like, lost faith in Seth. Now, do you think that was because of his injuries in the past, that he didn't want to risk putting him as a front runner in case of injury again? No,
0: here's what happened to Seth, and I feel so bad for the fucking guy. It was the feud with Bray Wyatt. It was the feud with The Fiend that killed him, because you're putting over Bray Wyatt as Mm -hmm. this unstoppable movie monster. You're basically putting him over as Jason Voorhees, Okay. So how do you have Seth sell that? Remember when Seth was laying in the ring and and he's uh, crying (laughs) because the fucking feed is right here? Why do you cheer that guy? How do you cheer that guy? So fans turned on him and poor Seth. Dude, stay off of Twitter. Just
1: seriously, if you guys see his tweets... No. No. he went nuts. Not not, not since he uh, started, uh, stopped doing all the nude photos that he tweeted Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was him, huh? That was him, yes. That got quite a few more fans right
1: there. Yeah, (laughs) Seth – and
0: Seth on his Twitter would react to the fans. And I don't know if he was – I don't know if he was working or if this was legit, but he would basically say, yeah, all you fans, all you do is complain. All you do is bitch. You know, we're giving you a product not – you're, you just hate it because it's cool to hate things, and the more he did it, the more people
1: hated him. Oh, oh yeah, you can't do that. Like, and so I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I don't
0: know if he was trying to work the fans or if he was legit. And so it just it killed a lot of his heat, and so they just went, all right, fuck him. We'll give fuck it. We'll give him uh, the, a- the AOP and we'll give him Buddy Murphy and we'll try and you know we'll turn him heel and take advantage of this and. Yeah, no, he did
1: it to himself. That's that's too bad. That's why you always gotta have your, your, uh, your Seth Rollins Twitter account, and then I don't know what, what's his real name. I have no idea. He was Tyler Black in ROH. <laughs> I have
0: no idea what his <laughs> real name is.
1: Whatever his real name is, you have your own personal account where you put all your personal stuff. I have and, three twitters. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have my Nerd Warrior one. I have my uh, DP Wilson one. And I have my personal one.
2: Yeah, you gotta be able to say shit and not get right back. Yeah.
0: Here. And the second thing I noticed in this match, anyone else noticed that Angelo Dawkins looked like Bismarcky? You, you got what I need, but you say he's just a friend.
1: No, not until you said I, it. Yeah, just
0: there was something about him like, bro, he looks like Bismarcky. Like, he looks like a pro wrestling Bismarcky. And those are two things that just took me out of the match. Like, I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't fully enjoy the match anymore.
1: Uh, Joshua chimes in with, uh, Roman is more lame than his legs.
0: That's
1: a good one. That's a good one. Uh, uh, Murphy and Rollins retained, which I, I was fine with. I mean, I, I honestly thought that the Street Profits would win and uh, the New Day would win. Uh, those were my two guesses for him, so I got those both completely wrong.
0: Rollins and Murphy have this great new finish where Murphy distracts the ref, opponents... Uh, Laid out on the bottom rope, and then Rollins comes in with that curb stomp. Yeah, and it looks great. And every, he sold it really yeah, well every time. Cause here's what's great about it is he's he's propped up on that bottom rope, so he can. Launch. So Rollins, yeah, and that bottom rope bounces him back, and it looks fucking
1: devastating every single time. Yeah. And I love I love that finish. Yeah, yeah that, that, that is a great finish. Um, but I, I was fine with the outcome, and I, I, all altogether, I thought it was a pretty good match. Probably one of the best of the night. Considering what all well, we had to work with. Yeah.
0: And then oh God. And then the next we go from the best of the night to the worst match of the night.
1: In my opinion. You know what? This was
0: the worst match of the night.
1: I thought it was a throwaway because you knew how it was gonna end. There was only one way it could end. Um so Robert Rude, his paycheck was probably good too. He'd walk out there, get thrown out.
0: Here's what was great about this is you knew Rude and Ziggler didn't give a fuck fuck about this match couldn't care less i've watched robert Roode since the impact days since his team canada days robert Roode's a damn good worker nothing he does is over the top it's not cheesy he was cheesy as fuck in this match everything he did was so cheesy and he i mean Shawn michaels level cheesy when he was in there with hogan <laughs> like that level of cheesy just to get thrown out and so, I mean, yeah, I am like, oh, they don't give a fuck. And then you get in this match, and Ziggler and Mansoor had no chemistry. None. They had absolutely no chemistry. Um, nobody gave a shit about – I left That's his hometown, and nobody cared. Well, here was the thing. I didn't know because the crowd was super quiet, and I couldn't tell did they not care or was this arena so big that's the thing with like open stadiums,
1: that, the oh, that sound goes up, and cell. so
0: you yeah, so it doesn't come across well all over the cameras. So I'm going like, is there no crowd noise because of the stadium, or do they just not care? Mm-hmm. And the way it was shot it was really hard to tell.
1: Mm-hmm. But the po- if, if you had to guess, what would you guess?
0: Oh, I they they made a lot of noise for Taker's intro. They made yeah. a lot of noise for Goldberg.
1: Styles got a big pop.
0: Styles got a good pop. So it's really hard to tell the loudest part of the match. And I laughed. I know I'm going to hell for this. Mansoor makes his comeback. And I swear to you, I heard this woman in the crowd scream like she was being murdered. And I went, Saudi Arabia? So it's very likely this woman just got killed in the stadium.
1: They had stones (laughs) in the seats. Instead of uh, towels or something, they had little stones.
0: Oh, no. I'm going to hell for that. <laughs> oh, I fully, I fully acknowledge that. But that was the most noise I heard. And then they went into the, went into the comeback and they fucked up everything. They fucked up everything. I'm trying to remember. Mansoor goes for this uh, reverse suplex. But instead of Ziggler going up and over, he goes over the side, which throws Monsour off he, his balance. And then Ziggler recovers and tries to turn him into something else. And then... I'm just like, oh, my God, just fucking take it home. Just fucking take it home.
1: Now, what do you think of the finish? Poor Ziggler. Oh, my
0: God. You think that cracked a rib? Oh, yeah, easily, easily. So the finish, Mansoor comes off the top with this, I mean, it's fantastic-looking moonsault. It's a little too short. Knees hit Ziggler right in the chest. Now, I've seen a finish like this a 100 times. Here is every conversation that happens right before. The guy taking the move goes, okay, bro, where do you want me? The guy giving the move says, right here. Just right here. Perfect. So I'm assuming Ziggler did the same thing. Okay, bro, where do you want me? Mansoor says, right in the middle of the ring. Just be right in the middle. Ziggler goes, are you sure? That's a long way out. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it, bro. I've done this 100 times. And you know Ziggler's on the ground going, oh, he ain't going to make it. And the knees
1: hit him. <sighs> he, after the match, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. The rings we work with are a lot smaller. My bad. <laughs> oh, I just, I, you could almost hear Ziggler
0: go, son of a bitch. That po- oh, my God. that—and Here's what sucks is you have the possibility of not only cracking Ziggler's ribs, but hyperextending both of Mansoor's knees nice at the yeah. same time. Yeah. So shit. both guys get fucked. So it looks like shit, and both guys got hurt.
1: Awesome, double thumbs up. Way to go! Uh, obviously Mansoor's gonna win. There wasn't really anybody anybody doubting that. He gives a speech afterwards. I actually didn't listen to it. I fast forward it.
0: I'm not entirely sure it was in English. Yeah, yeah most I don't think it was. Okay.
2: Um.
1: So
0: we've learned that if the if if you're born in a country where the government will give Vince McMahon sixty million dollars, you get to win in your
1: hometown. That's right. Everybody else gets fucking buried in their hometown. <laughs> um, up next uh, was uh, what I've described as um, Les- Lesnar hate crime on Ricochet. <laughs> um, I said Ricochet got beat like a prison bitch. Yeah, so uh, obviously it was going to go that way. I mean, they're building up you know, uh, McIntyre versus Lesnar for WrestleMania. So whoever he got put in the ring with, no way they were going to win and no way they were going to make him look anything less than a beast going into WrestleMania.
0: I, I mean, Absolutely you got to make Lesnar strong going into this. Okay, so I mean, you knew Lesnar was going to retain. You knew it was going to be dominant. Yeah. Here was the greatest part of this. Did you guys catch the video package before the match?
2: Oh, which part we're talking
0: about? The right before, uh, the Ricochet video package they did right before this match started. No. Genius. It was genius because you have Ricochet going, everybody says, I'm too small. No, I'm not. Everybody said... I, I'll never make it to WWE, but I did. Why Why Ricochet? Why not Ricochet? And they had this Rocky Balboa build to Ricochet, and you're like, fucking hell, this guy might do it. And then the match started, and he got beat like a prison bitch. Not, the package was longer than the match.
2: <laughs> I thought he'd get one hit and he just would... No, you're on the ground now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, and it was so great. That's where you belong. It was so great to build this guy up just to bitch slap him back down.
2: Literally smacked him out of the air. Like, yeah. How many people can do that?
0: Yeah, I thought they'd give Ricochet something. A little
2: bit. A little but
0: bit. No. no. No, not so much, dude. No, he, he got he got nothing. 92 uh. seconds, I think, this match went. I think I, think I, think I heard something about 92 seconds. Anyway, Lesnar's walk to the ring was longer than this match. I
2: had four mm-hmm. moves and it was done. Yeah, I think he was got three suplexes and the F5 and I'm like,
1: nah, all right, see you later. done. done. Um, so yeah, obviously that went the way most people expected it to. Uh, up next was my um, second least favorite match of the night because again, I care so little for these guys that I honestly didn't even watch a lot of it. I just kind of fast forward through it. Uh, Roman Reigns and-, and Baron Corbin in a uh, cage match. Um, Did you guys catch the history-making moment?
0: No. History-making moment of this match. Roman Reigns finally beat somebody with a a Superman punch. Finally! Six fucking years, he's finally beat somebody with a Superman punch.
2: All it took was a chain. All
1: right, good. Now, my only issue with this match, besides the fact that I didn't like either guy, was uh, they put him in a cage, but win by a pin. It's like, I would have rather seen someone climb the cage or crawl out of the cage. Um, or else what was the point?
0: It was, I did respect the fact that, okay, in the 60, 70 year plus history of pro wrestling as it is now, the cage match has always been the blow off match. Anytime you've had a feud, once it got to the cage match, that was going to be the final chapter. And so I love the fact that if they go with it, you put these guys in a cage and we're done. Okay. And cage rules have always been pinfall or submission. Always. So this was basically a throwback. And I don't know who – I want to say – I don't know if WWE started it. I think it – no, I think it was uh, Vince's dad that started the Escape the Cage rule. Hmm. Because it was Bruno Martino who – the way Escape the Cage worked was Bruno beat the shit out of his opponent so bad that he just mm-hmm. got up and walked out basically what it was it was a technical knockout which evolved into the okay first man to escape the cage so yeah so this they went you know wb doesn't do it very often but they went back in history to a throwback cage match pinfall submission so i kind of had to give them give them props for that one okay
2: that feels like it makes more sense to me because they're stuck they are supposed to be stuck in a cage you don't leave until there's a result
0: that and uh, are, you, are you guys watching a, uh, AEW at all? Yeah. Okay. They just did a cage match on Wednesday. It was not past Wednesday. Yeah. With uh, Cody and, and uh, Wardlow. Okay, cool. And they flat out said it's pinfall submission. There's no escape the cage. And so you fast forward 10 days. Now all of a sudden, uh, they already booked Roman and Baron in a cage match. Hey, we're going to do a pinfall submission. We're gonna tease Escape the Cage, but we're going to make it pinfall submission. So I think I think
1: one might have influenced the other, very easily yeah. could be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree with uh, Christian. The future should have been over after the first pay per view. I wasn't a big fan of the whole storyline. Then when they brought in all the dog food stuff, I was like, that was shock value to me. So I really didn't care. I mean, that was cool that they brought the Usos back in to help out once he got off of his uh, what was it his DUI punishment or whatever it was that he got. Uh, yeah, one of them got picked up on a DUI Yeah, so I mean, that was a cool way to bring them back, whatever uh, But again, I really didn't care about this match, so
0: And you didn't have to take the Usos off TV You just suspend the one that got arrested And then you do that trick photography thing oh, Like I that, like, like like uh, sitcoms have done for years Where you take I one actor and you shoot them as twins just put, them,
1: put a mirror, I right exactly. You just do a bunch of backstage shit with them It's fine They're fucking twins, come on Um up next was the only female match we had all night, uh, Bailey versus Naomi for uh, the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Now, uh, I like Naomi, but they had a match for number one contender, which Carmella won, and then she had to put that up against Naomi, losing it. So it's like they kind of just shit all over Carmella, which I didn't like because I'm a big fan of Carmella. Yeah, they no, they do that all the time. They one of the the one of the
0: biggest or. Uh, least uh excuse me worst kept secrets is vince changes his mind all the time and so he'll have an idea or a writer will pitch something to him that he'll get that's okay we're gonna go with that and then the next week he goes now let's switch that up or let's do this or let's you know which is why a shit ton of plots storylines whatever have been started with no payoff okay vince will constantly change his mind okay so something tells me that they went with this number one contender thing for Carmella. Plans got changed as they frequently do, and then now we're gonna run with Naomi.
2: Like I said though, as much as I liked all the fireworks, I thought Naomi's entrance was the coolest. That light show was just awesome. Oh no, right. she
0: always has a fantastic entrance. Yeah,
2: that like little tunnel they made for her out of lights. I just it made me happy to say like, this is really cool. I'm glad they, they did this much.
0: And if you've ever been rolling on Molly at a uh,
2: at a rave. Show. You love Naomi's entrance. I, I guarantee you there's some people tripping on
1: peyote, I'm assuming. I don't oh, know.
2: I don't know what kind of drug. I don't know what the drug of choice is. It's hashish. <laughs> Hopeful. Something. Something good. I hope they have something good.
1: Uh, Bailey retains. I didn't see her losing. Um, Not I, to Naomi. I no. don't know if they're going to continue it to where she fights her again at WrestleMania. Uh, if they're going to have um, Lacey Evans do it. I think they're building up Lacey. because okay. they, they turned Lacey babyface
0: Exactly, for no reason. And they went with the storyline they should have been telling since day one. Well, she's a former Marine, and she's a mom, and she... You should have fucking told this story from as soon as you brought her up from NXT. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, or, I agree. No, she
0: had to be the sassy Southern Belle.
1: Uh, I hated that gimmick. I fucking hated Ep- Epilepsy Society boycotted her entrance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then they went again at it uh, on SmackDown, and... Yep. Uh, Sasha Banks returned off wherever the hell she was. I totally forgot she was even there.
0: I, I have no idea where, where Sasha was. Yeah, so she was Sasha's returned. always, this is her periodic temper tantrum. She
1: problem. wants more money or more yeah. screen time or something, yeah.
0: Remember when she disappeared for four months after Mania last year? And what was, that was over her wanting something and not getting it or something? When she re-signed, because she signed a five-year contract. She signed a five-year contract. They said, we're going to give you this big push. We're going to put the title on you. So she re-signed for five years. They put the women's tag team title on her. They
1: didn't specify which time. Exactly.
0: They did not. Did read the fine print. And so she's like, okay, well. and No, and she and she did interviews. Sasha did interviews. She said, we're the first women's tag team champions. We're going to make these mean something.
1: It's no, a big honor. Not to, Not to cut you off, but. They weren't the first women's tag team champions because they used to have it back in the day. They
0: were the first women's tag team champions, first WWE.
1: Ah, okay. There it is. Read the the fine print.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're gonna forget the jumping bomb angels and the glamour girls and all of those. You know, WWE women's champions. So, and they were they were promised this long run and they were gonna make these titles mean something. And then six weeks later, they're dropping them to uh, the Iconics. Yeah, the Iconics of all
1: people. I was hey, that. You leave Peyton Royce so well. alone
0: And then Who main evented Mania Ronda Rousey Becky Lynch Charlotte Flair Ooh. And Sasha went Fuck you guys I'm going home And she Took the summer off So that was her first Temperature And she said she kept saying I want my release You, you just signed A five year contract <laughs> Four months ago So Yeah No no You you got some time On your contract And so WWE Freezed her out they said the longer you're away from the business, more the more arms. time we're adding on to your contract. So you either come back now or
1: you find another line of work. And I'm sure they had some sort of a non-compete class where she couldn't wrestle anywhere.
0: Oh, no. They, they put it in the contract that they just – they'll tack it on to the end of your uh, – to the end of the contract. They did that with Ray. When Ray was hurt for a year and a half, they tacked on that year and a half to the end of his contract. Hmm. And he was hurt. He was legit hurt.
2: Yeah, I think he would. Try to wrestle if he could. Yeah. He seems like well, he to work through it, mm-hmm. which isn't smart because, I mean, I think Samoa Joe's hurt right now, again?
0: Nope. Well, yes and no. Joe got a concussion, came back 30 days later, got another concussion, uh, fails a drug test four days later. So kind of puts that second concussion in question, like mm-hmm. is it legit or is that the story they're selling because he had a wellness failure? So. Kind of up in the air right now.
1: Yeah, because I remember he came back and he was doing the announcing for a while, and then mm. AOP slammed him through the table. Well, he
0: broke his thumb.
1: Right. Yeah, because right, he, right.
0: he had the he had the sling on. I don't know why he was in a sling for a broken thumb.
1: But you want to make sure you keep it elevated. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> um. What up next was just, I'm sorry, it was a dog shit of a match. Um, like I was telling Greg before the show started, I was fast forwarding through all the pre-match stuff to get to this match. And I'm getting towards the end. I'm like, there's less than four minutes. What the hell is going on? So as soon as I saw that, I knew it was going to happen. Um, and then we got The Fiend versus uh, Goldberg. Um, I have here under five minutes, but it was under four minutes. It the was match.
0: three. Yeah. I had it.
1: 257,
0: I think, is what I heard.
1: Yeah. And that includes all of his holding up the belt, I'm sure. From bell to bell,
0: 257. So... Everyone's – a lot of people are pissed off.
1: I'm a lot of, of people are pissed off. Of
0: and I'm sitting there going, it's Goldberg. All of his matches were under seven minutes. Like, like at his prime, all of his matches were under seven
1: minutes. Now, my, here, here's my question. I didn't mind the length of it as much as the outcome. They put the belt on Goldberg, and why would they, why would they do that? I mean, he's not a young talent. Um, compared to to Bray Wyatt, you know, I don't see him holding that for over a year by any stretch of the imagination. Why, why would they do that? So they can drop the title to Roman at Mania.
0: That's it. That is it. Vince said we're gonna get the title on Roman because we haven't seen that three fucking times already.
2: It works well at time. Mania.
0: And yeah,
2: it, every time everyone loves it.
0: Right. And now there's some conspiracy theories here as to. Vince doesn't want to kill The Fiend at Mania by having Roman kill him. Mm -hmm. So you had Goldberg do it in Saudi Arabia because that's a whole other country. Because he wants to put
1: the belt on Reigns.
0: Right. So I have – and Goldberg versus Roman Reigns realistically is a more high-profile match at at Mania than The Fiend versus Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of the theories is that's why they did it. Okay. But you've built this Fiend character up as being unstoppable. Again, he's been Jason Voorhees since he re-debuted. And you have Goldberg coming and kill him in three minutes. Okay. All right, let's go with that. Only to have the Fiend show up the next night and point at the sign. And Cena goes,
1: okay. Yeah.
2: Wow, I just gave this speech. But you know what? Let's go for it
1: have fun um so yeah uh that, that that was it uh overall i think i gave it a, a overall plus one when i added them up and subtracted for likes and dislikes that's where i was that was a plus one here was the whole match here was the whole match i wrote it down four spears two mandible claws
0: one jackhammer goldberg wins and 301 Kale,
2: that was Kale the whole match a second, though because i did a close-up of the second mandible claw and a white blob fell out of his mouth. It was his I, gum. I thought he lost a tooth.
0: That's what, yeah, I heard, what the fuck? Ah.
2: And then, yeah, yeah, I forgot he was chewing gum. Like, well, that's dangerous anyway. You should be chewing gum.
0: Yeah, because I, I saw that too, and I'm like, what the hell? And I, re- I, like, three times, like, I went through it like this is a Bruder film. I'm like, what the fuck it just came out of his mouth? And, I, and then I realized, like, oh, yeah, he was chewing gum on his entrance. Yeah.
2: Which, again, you probably want to spit that out before you start spearing people. But-
0: Shawn Michaels used to do that all the time when he was a heel. Like he would wrestle with gum in his mouth. I'm like, bro, you're yeah, you're gonna choke on that shit. Sooner or later,
2: you're gonna get real unlucky. Yeah. And that was a terrible jackhammer. That was not a jackhammer. Yeah, Christian right there. Was that really a jackhammer though? (laughs) It wasn't like spin you around. Oh, you're on the ground now. I win.
0: Remember? Remember when
2: Goldberg gave
0: Big Show uh, the the jackhammer in WCW, and he fucking held that guy up there for like, I swear it had to be like twenty seconds, and then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: just I barely can get fucking Bray Wyatt over. Like, you know, spin him around.
0: On the funny. upside, he didn't drop Bray on his head like he did Taker. Mm. Like he fucking dropped Taker just
1: right on his goddamn yeah. head. Yeah. So there's that.
2: Didn't he also run into the pole though in that
1: match yeah. too? Like, yeah. Yeah, he, cu- he cussed himself. <laughs> he
0: <laughs> yeah. Cussed himself. Like thirty yeah. seconds in.
1: Fucking
2: Christ.
0: Th- that's, and that's a that's, that's a Goldberg spot. He did that like three times at WCW where he'd go to take the he'd go to take the 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 the
1: ring post,
2: just,
0: and the fucking guy wouldn't dip to one side. He would go fucking ahead
1: three times. He, he did can, that. He can determine which way to go, and he's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And boom. Right into it.
0: Dude, it's pro wrestling. Everything goes on the left. Like, fucking take on the left side. Uh,
2: I, I don't know. I just feel like um, that spear that uh, Roman gave to Timmy Man Um a Survivor Series, he was out cold. I can see that happening again to... to Goldberg. He's going to get hurt in that match. Oh, yeah. Will they try to spear each
1: other at the same time? Because that would be hilarious.
0: They've already dubbed it Spear versus Spear. Good. They have already called it Spear versus Spear. And I'm like, you realize there's like eight people on your roster that do a spear? Edge is coming back. I was oh. going to say, I'm like, you have Roman, you have Goldberg, you have Edge, you have Charlotte, you have Bianca Belair, you have... Fuck, who else? I know I'm forgetting at least two. Probably some cruiserweights. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it, yeah.
1: But, yes. Yo, speaking of, of Cruiser, what's going on with Drew Gulak?
0: Uh, he just came back last night. Okay. Yeah, he's been gone for a while, and then he came back on commentary during the Daniel Bryan match. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know if he was injured, if he was taking time off or what, but like, he just came back last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I saw that. I trying to call out stuff.
1: I'm like,
2: don't, don't do that! No! Um,
1: but yeah, overall, i got to say, I was uh, I was disappointed. This was definitely a thumbs-in-the-middle
0: pay-per-view. Yeah. This was not, like, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great.
2: No, nah, it was very lackluster. And uh, hopefully the people in the crowd seemed to enjoy it for the most part. They were looking happy.
0: Well, I mean, that crowd is going to, the, the crowd is always going to be huge. That crowd specifically is always going to be huge because this is a spectacle. This is, you know, they don't get this that's show. It, they don't get so, it regularly. Yeah, so yeah. that crowd is always going gonna, gonna to love it.
2: Yeah, so that's at least good. I'm glad they enjoyed themselves being there. Yeah. But uh, watching it, I could have watched like highlights of it and been happy. Oh, yeah. There's 20 minutes worth of, oh, this person got hit. Could have um, watched a bunch of clips on, on
0: YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Did his teeth fall out? No? Okay, I'm done. Um a
1: little bit happy. But with that being said, that takes us to Elimination Chamber uh, a week from tomorrow. Is it? Yeah. Already?
2: Shit. I, okay. I thought someone said it was Sunday. I was like, no, come on. Yeah, it's yeah, so a week it's from
1: true. tomorrow, and then a month after that we get uh, – Get one more before Mania, I think. Do we? Because like, oh, they, they so.
0: did. Man- they said Mania was 30, 36 days away. Yeah.
1: Okay, so then Mania is at right after Elimination Chamber. On the pirate ship. Uh, apparently, yeah.
0: Apparently, it's going to be a pirate Mania or something. Well, it's because
1: it's from um um Tampa, Tampa Bay Stadium. Bay, yeah. yeah, the, the Buccaneers Stadium. That's why. They
2: do. Uh, they don't actually play football on the pirate ship, right? Like it doesn't happen.
1: There is a pirate ship in There's, the stands. I have
2: seen this. But yeah. They don't actually play on a pirate ship. They don't take like the cruise around. You know. This
0: is WWE. You don't know. We <laughs> might have a ring on a fucking pirate ship.
2: We flood the field. Mania uh.
0: from the Black Pearl. That's
2: <laughs> first one to get knocked, play chicken for a match. First one to get knocked off their tag team partner's uh, shoulders loses. <laughs> Jesus,
1: I have the walk the plank match. No. Don't don't hey don't think they won't. That's God. good. Um, but they have some interesting matches set up. They have the elimination tag team match uh, set up, which looks all right.
0: On paper, this looks like a good match. The way they set, that up, set it up last night on SmackDown was fucking stupid. Do you have Miz and Morrison come out? They beat the Usos, and then no, they didn't. No, they lost. They did arms, not. I, I just remember. You just, remember they just
2: I, won your title, but no, you can't win a match. Right? No, no,
0: they didn't. Um, that finish was sick yeah. because Jay sets up the Canadian Destroyer, which I'm fucking getting tired of seeing every third person do a fucking Canadian Destroyer. PD Williams is turning over his grave. The fucking guy's even dead yet. Just (laughs) takes a Canadian Destroyer, and then Jimmy comes off the corner with a splash. I'm like, all right, that's pretty fucking cool. I'll give you that. That's cool. Uh, But right before, the referee just – or the ring announcer says, Miz and Morrison will defend their – and just starts naming every – that's how you set that up? Oh, by the way, tag team's uh, elimination chamber match. All right. Fuck it.
2: I just don't want them to put it on the Usos again. That's my whole thing. I'm trying to see the Usos and the New Day at the belt, like, back and forth.
0: Well, they even made the announcement uh, at last night's show, Usos, or not Usos, sorry, New Day, the six-time SmackDown champions. Six fucking times. You know what that means? It means they've lost it six times, too. Yep. <laughs>
2: to, yeah, you have to have. To. Although, I do like, what's his name's record? I think it's, like, 37-time uh, 24-7 chair. <laughs> Our truth. Yeah, that's impressive. Oof. that's a, some very impressive stuff.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> mania, <laughs> folks. That's 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 where we're headed. Yeah.
1: I don't know uh, the way it's shaping up. I'm not uh, not overly thrilled about it. Um, they have Charlotte going to NXT to take on. Uh, um, oh, what what's her was? name?
0: Rhea uh, Rhea Ripley.
1: Rip- yeah, Rhea Ripley.
0: I'm actually a big Rhea Ripley fan. I think if they do not, if if. If they don't fuck up Rhea Ripley, she's going to be huge.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, I, mean, I love the look. I love her work rate. I think she's going to be a star if they don't fuck her up. Then, Plus the accent. Oh, that <laughs> fucking accent. Yeah, that accent gets me. That does it for you, huh? I'd let her beat my ass. I
1: don't give a shit. Ah. Uh, then they have the uh, Emily's Chamber match for the women. Uh, it's the winner takes on Becky Lynch at uh, WrestleMania. Um, Shannon Bazer's in that one. Uh, as well as um, uh, the, the entire same. Riot Squad. In there, I think. Yeah, the Riot Squad. The whole Riot Squad. Yeah, is in there. I the Riot Squad. So. Uh, Naomi, not Naomi, um, Natalia. There you go. And Asuka. Yeah, so that seems like an interesting one. We'll see all that. I was going to say,
0: because wasn't the, wasn't the women's like completely like a uh, raw pay per view? Yeah. I thought so. I thought yeah, the, the entire women's roster. Yeah. Was all roster.
1: Um, so that'll be cool because I want to see you know Liv and, and Ruby Wright go at it. I like that she's back now I think that's I d- cool You set up
0: I don't know why We're doing this match Because you've already Set up Shayna With the When she bit the chunk Out of Becky's neck
2: Yeah Yeah So Just go with it
0: Okay it, that, that was an old Freddie Blassie thing From way back when I'll give it to you um, The stage blood Was fucking stupid But um, But you've set this up Okay so Shayna comes in As the new Challenger Cool you just run her and Becky Tomania, but no. Now we've got a oh fuck. We have a pay per view, so we're gonna we're gonna do the Elimination Chamber to give you Shayna Baszler, who
1: you already knew was challenging Becky Lynch. yeah do you think they're doing that as a consolation since the girls all didn't get to do Riyadh? I don't know, cause last time they gave
0: you the All Women's right. pay per view, and so it's possible. But you always have. You always have uh, Rumble and then Elimination Chamber. So whatever brand wins Rumble, the other brand has Elimination Chamber to set up the two challengers. Mm -hmm. Mm. So they they always do something like this. Okay. But they might have just went, thrown you that curveball because, yeah, because the women weren't on Riyadh.
1: Okay. So, yeah, then we'll have to see how that one goes. Um, But that will be a week from now, so we'll get that one on uh, Sunday, hopefully Sunday night. Um, After I know we'll be here watching it, so – That'll be interesting, to say the yeah. least. Alright. Uh, but yeah, hopefully okay. you guys enjoyed the show. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think Liv Morgan uh, does look amazing. I, miss the uh, pink
0: hair. I do miss the pink hair. I, I, she's smoking hot either way. But I oh, do miss how many bleach blonde uh, women are on the roster right now.
2: Throw as many as you want. Yeah,
0: I I, the, I, I like the pink hair. I could have done without the blue tongue. The blue tongue kind of. That, that, that
1: fucked with me. I think that added to the whole, like, baby doll kind of... The whole Harley Quinn? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look that they were going for with her. But, at the same time, um, Alexa Bliss was doing that for a while. The whole Harley Quinn look. So, it was kind of repetitive. Um, but, I mean, if they want to throw Alexa Bliss and and Liv Morgan and, um, Peyton Royce and Mandy Rose in a four-way match, that's fine. I'll ref it myself, free of charge, guys. No worries. Uh... So WWE, if you guys want to do that, let me know. <laughs> Call me.
0: Oh. So have you guys heard about the pay-per-views? No. Oh. This is going to piss you guys off. You guys are going to be fucking pissed. Anybody who subscribes to the network is going to be fucking pissed. Oh. WWE is shopping their pay-per-view rights out to possibly ESPN+. Plus.
1: Oh, shit. So you got to pay for ESPN+, and then get them for sixty nine ninety nine? dollars 99 Yep. Like UC- oh. uh, UFC? Yep. Because okay. that's...
2: Who's Still okay. stay on the network?
1: Exactly. The whole
0: point of the network was, hey folks, we have all the pay-per-views. So for 10.99, you can watch every pay-per-view for free. W Network had two selling points. Had the free pay-per-views, had NXT. Yeah. NXT got moved to free TV to start this Wednesday night war that they've been
1: getting their ass handed to them on. Okay,
0: so now it's off the off yeah. the
1: network. Real quick they may be losing Wednesday night, but overall, do you think AEW is doing better than WWE? Oh, God, no. No, okay. no, 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 no. You are not – and that's what – everyone, everyone's been
0: fucking attacking me for this. Like, bro, you think AEW is better? No, AEW is more entertaining. But a, a startup company with six months' experience is not going to beat a 30-year proven commodity. Not going to happen. Okay. Yeah,
1: Especially when they get that rehab money to throw around. Exactly,
0: exactly. The all-AEW – hope to be and all they are trying to be is an alternative to wwe okay i had one guy come oh my god this dude got pissed dude came at me and he said wwe has makes billions of dollars every year they have a worldwide presence and they are are uh, an icon uh on social media and he go yeah and and i went yeah so's mcdonald's (laughs) doesn't mean mcdonald's makes the best fucking hamburgers in the world okay if you like McDonald's, cool, okay? If you like something else, fucking go for it, okay? But it doesn't mean they're the best.
1: I mean, that, that's probably why TNA and Lucha Underground stuck around for as long as they did is because, you know,
0: yeah, they were people,
1: just... you might love WWE, but once in a while, you know, you see Roman Reigns every fucking five seconds. You go, let me see what Lucha's doing. Let me see what is exactly. doing. Ring of Honor's doing. And
0: WWE has become a victim of their own machine, which is how many hours of first-run programming are they doing each week?
1: Right now, what is it three, three hours of four, Raw. Five, six, seven? You have three
0: hours of Raw, five hours with uh, NXT, seven hours with SmackDown, and then you have a pay per view. So you're easily doing 10, 11 hours a week. Uh, worst case scenario, 10, 11 hours a week of first run programming. You've burnt your audience out. AEW is doing two hours a week, three if you're watching AEW Dark on YouTube. And then they run a pay-per-view every three months. So now, you're you,
1: not burning out your, your audience. Do you think if they would have more money, they'd be doing it on a monthly basis for their pay-per-views? Or you think no, they're, no, they're Tony, doing it no Tony,
0: no, Tony Khan said that we're, gonna, we're, we're, we're pacing ourselves. We're not going to overexpose our product. Okay. And AEW, with a, what, six, month, six months going? They started in October. Already been renewed for three years. And there's, there's talk of a second – a second show, but they're not—they haven't sold it yet, so they're not sure. So, I mean, these guys—they're doing everything WCW didn't. No, do you which think is brilliant.
1: if they were to go to a second show, they would switch to Tuesday Thursdays?
0: Uh, I don't know. Um, what they're looking—they—they haven't—nothing's been decided yet. They don't even know if the second show is going to be on TNT. Oh wow! Okay. It might be on TBS. Basically, going back to the old uh, Jim Crockett uh, when Jim Crockett was on TBS, it was you know TBS TNT. That was, or not Crockett, when Crockett, uh, WCW, right after Crockett. But, yeah, so that's, I mean, yeah, AEW's playing it smart. They're just, they're pacing themselves. You don't have to beat WWE. You just have to give people an alternative.
1: Right. Now, just off of a side note here, speaking of AEW, uh, how many months do you think WWE could run AEW on the money they had just for the pyro? In oh, Riyadh? my God.
0: Oh, God. See, it was a smart thing. It was a great thing. WWE doesn't pay for any of that shit. Right. Yeah. Fucking Saudi, Saudi government paid for all of that. That's why they took Pyro off TV. It's too, it's expensive. too expensive. Yep. It was, people, people complained about that. Like, I don't watch wrestling anymore because there's no Pyro. Did you pay for it then, bro? You weren't a wrestling fan. You were a Pyro fan. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it's totally different. You gotta watch Fire and Burn. Yeah. But when AEW came back, there were people who were like, bro, they brought Pyro back. Stop talking to me. Just just stop talking right uh, now, please.
1: Christian brings up, he would go Mondays and Wednesdays if they went for a second show.
2: I would go compete with Raw.
0: Monday, Raw? I
1: wouldn't... I would go against SmackDown before I went against
0: Raw. I mean... Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's not... Here's the thing, is every, uh, fans want to bring back the Monday Night Wars. The TV business has changed so much since then, you're never getting a Monday Night Wars back. Okay, DVR was not a thing, right? Not as big a thing in the mid nineties for the Monday Night Wars.
1: Not a whole lot of people were putting exactly. that VCR tape in. Ex-
0: exactly, exactly, and you are not going to get the people switching back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Okay, if you watch NXT, you watch AEW. They're doing that picture-in-picture bullshit mm-hmm. where they'll run the commercial over here, but you can still watch the show, yeah. so you don't change. Bro, I DVR both shows, <laughs> and I fucking watch AEW, and then I go watch NXT. Okay. guess what? The ratings still show that I watch both shows. It doesn't show what time I watched them. Nobody gives a shit. Right. So yeah, the the TV business just doesn't... It's not the same. So you're never going to get that Monday Night Wars feel back exactly the way you did 20-something years ago.
2: They're just getting buried by all the shootings.
0: Right. And so if AEW went to Monday Night, I don't think it would matter. I don't think it would make that big of a difference.
2: Yeah, I I don't know.
1: Um, that. He says that their pay per views are on Saturdays, which is smart. I think
0: it's a, yeah, it's a it's a lot better because your big pay per views. When was the uh, Wilder Fury fight?
1: Saturday. 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 Yeah. When are all of uh, UFC's fights? Saturday night.
0: Saturdays. Other pay per views are Saturdays.
1: You know, so yeah, unless they do a weird one, some other country where it's like Friday morning or something. Right. Gone. Saturday. So that's rare.
0: Yeah, Saturday is a great, <coughs> it's a great night. Actually, uh, AEW pay per view tonight.
1: Revolution's tonight.
2: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. So, um, But yeah, no, Saturday is a better night. Uh, WWE moved it to Sunday, so they didn't have to compete with anything on Saturday. So that's why That's why theirs are on Sunday. And they own it now. Yeah. So, yeah. And the only thing you have to compete with is Super Bowl. And church. So, yeah, so one time <laughs> a year. One time a year. Just don't fucking schedule a pay-per-view on Super Bowl Sunday, and you're good.
1: Now, for the live views uh, he was talking about from Monday, if they do another two-hour show on a Monday – would you go the first two hours of Raw, or would you have it set up against the last two hours of Raw?
0: I would do the last two hours because the, since WWE went – since Raw went three hours.
1: The first hours all talking?
0: Well, no. The first hour is always their biggest rated. And really? You know, okay. Yeah. No, it's always been their, their highest rated hour, and the, it slowly starts to die out by that third hour.
2: Everyone yeah, so I
0: would run, Yeah, so I would run those second two hours of Raw.
2: It'd be hard to kind of get – when everyone, yeah, everyone's excited to start watching and then stuff happens. Oh, well, see, awesome.
0: a three-hour – a weekly three-hour show's never been a good thing.
1: Yeah.
0: WCW I, found that shit out 20 years ago.
1: I, I still don't understand why they went to three hours. They don't need it. Nobody
0: wanted to. Vince didn't want to do it. Hunter didn't want to do it. USA Network said, we'll give you an extra $20 million to run an extra hour.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah do another
0: that's the only reason they – WWE is a publicly traded company. And so they have stockholders and they have investors that they have to answer to. And you go into the stockholder meeting saying, yeah, we turned out the extra $20, 20 million from uh, the USA Network or whatever the price was.
2: Yeah. They will be pissed.
0: Yeah, WWE isn't in the wrestling business anymore. They're in the profit business, okay? which, is why they, which is why they have a $3 billion TV deal with Fox, which is why they're making $60 million per show from, from Saudi Arabia. It's because they have stockholders that they have to make rich. Right. And so this is why we're getting all this bullshit because they're not in the wrestling business anymore.
2: Yeah. But they're doing a good job. They're the making
1: money in Roman Reigns business.
2: Exactly.
1: (laughs) That's going to do it for us, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. The recap of the WWE Super Showdown from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Um, I I can't wait to to see Taker bring home that prestigious uh, trophy to, of a mountain. The prestigious 2 wake trophy. A mountain in Saudi
0: Arabia that's uh, a symbol of strength and fortitude. He didn't even bring it home. He left it there. Yeah, he's not he home he with that shit.
1: Um, you know what would have been
0: great? On Taker's exit, you just see him fucking push that trophy over and keep going. I thought he was
2: going to. <laughs> that would have been awesome.
1: Fuck the shit. Uh, well, we'll be back with you guys next week uh, for Elimination Chamber. Um, any wrestling dates coming up? Um... No, not yet. Actually, I just did my first show uh, for, of the year with uh, Planet
0: Lucha. Uh, the Deadpool character, the D.P. Uh, D. Wilson, now has his own Twitter. Nice. So look up D.P. Wilson, at Living Lawsuit, on Twitter. That's that's happening. And I do have to say this, my podcast... Okay, so again, you guys know I'm the Ninja Nerd Warrior Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And the Ninja, Ninja uh, Warrior podcast, now on Apple Podcasts. Nice. nice. I am now on Apple Podcasts, so... Literally any place you get your favorite podcast from, you can find the Ninja Warrior podcast. Found this out. I've been sick all week, so if you, my voice is fucked up, that's why. Found this out while I was down. I got a listener in Japan. Awesome. I had I, one.
2: Did they translate that shit? I have no idea. People in other countries speak English, right? I no, have no idea. Several of them. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: So, because I go through Anchor. So, if you want to do your own podcast, download the Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm. It's dirt simple, and they distribute all of your – they distribute to uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Fucking great. And then they give you your analytics and show you, like, what percentage of your listeners are coming from Spotify, from Apple, from – and then it breaks it down by country. And over here it said uh, United States, 98%. Japan, 1%. I don't know where that other percent came from because that's 99 I flunked out of junior college, but I can do math. But I have a listener in Japan.
1: That's and awesome. My, I was so fucking stoked. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Chris says, looks got, like the Guts trophy. It did, actually. <laughs> it did. Global Guts. I remember that. That was awesome. Get a piece of the crag. Oh, my God. I'm old. You don't remember that. You're too young. I remember Guts. No, you don't. That's You're too young. Get out of here.
2: Clown Mountain. Then sprayed confetti. Um...
1: Is that the one that had a talking mountain? You see – no, that's um, Legend of the Hidden Temple. There you go. That's what yeah. I was going to show you about. Now, that. the, the crag from Global Guts, which was like their final challenge or whatever, I feel that is the more prestigious of the two mountains. I would think so. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> probably had more viewers. Probably did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that'll do it for us, you guys. Uh, you can catch together for one fall uh, next time on Sunday when we do the Elimination uh, Chamber, like I said, and then, of course, uh, gearing up for the Rumble. So looking forward to that. What's so. up? Yep, that is it from us, guys, okay, so... Thank- um, stand-up. Oh, God.
0: Oh, shit. Um, again, I've been sick and highly medicated all week. Fucking coronavirus. Um, stand-up. If you guys went in the Bakersfield area, you can come out to Room 82 Sunday at uh, 6.30, hosted by Jessica De La Garza. Monday, Great Change Brewery, uh, 7 o'clock, hosted by Kurt Siebloom. Tuesday, we have Club Quip at 7, uh, hosted by Eddie Molina, 8.30 at Jerry's Pizza, hosted by uh, Curtis Taylor the, the III. He is third. Cool yeah, guy. Third one. Yeah, Curtis is cool as shit. Wednesday night, we have Tembler, hosted by uh, Chris Flayle. And we just lost the Rocket Shop on Thursday. They closed, didn't they? Yeah, Rocket Shop closed down. So everyone was super bummed yeah, about that one. Yeah, I say but,
2: that. He didn't believe me. Like, oh, I didn't want shit. to believe it. Yeah,
0: so we're that getting – That place has
2: been around forever. Yeah,
0: so as soon as we get a new Thursday night mic, I will plug the shit out of that one. Uh, but yeah, those are uh, Sunday through
1: Wednesday are in Bakersfield. Come on up. Just real quick, I know this is kind of off, but if you guys wanted to find somewhere, um, they just opened up Second Phase Brewery in town. Okay. That's um, downtown, I think, right by, like, Room 82. Um, all right, yeah. In there, so that might be a good place to, to yeah, talk I'll have, about.
0: Yeah, let me check it out because I'm not going to run open, Mike. That's, no.
1: I'm not <laughs> uh, that organized. Um, but, yeah, all right, guys, we will catch you guys next time. hope you guys had a, a good time watching us, and we want to thank you guys for the support and the uh, the comments of uh, coronavirus. Thank you very much.
0: Yes. <laughs> Take care, guys. Alright guys, so that was the uh, Schedule for One Fall show with uh, Frankie and Miguel. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, I apologize if I just realized that I had audio difficulties. If you guys would hear that periodic buzz, all of a sudden, that that like double buzz and wonder what the hell that was, that was my phone getting text messages and emails, and I had the phone too close to the microphone and it would just keep buzzing. So, yeah, I won't do that shit anymore. I apologize for that. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you for tuning into this one. I'm about to sit down and watch Revolution, and I'll do that show next. So, uh, see you guys in a few All right, everybody, thanks for giving me time to take care of that. I hope you enjoyed the show today, and if you'd like to follow me, I am the Ninja Nerd Warrior. You can find me on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And you can also find this podcast anywhere you get your favorite podcast from, whether it be Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find me anywhere. If you would like to come out and check out the stand-up comedy scene, if you're in the Tulare, California area, you can come out to Barmageddon Sunday night, 9.30. That is hosted by Phil G. Uh, If you're in the Bakersfield, California area, Sunday, 6.30. Room 82, hosted by Jessica De La Garza. That is 7 o'clock. Monday, we have the Great Change Brewery, hosted by Kurt Seblum also 7 o'clock. Tuesday, we got back-to-back shows at Club Quip, hosted by Eddie Molina at 7 o'clock. We have uh, Jerry's Pizza at 8.30, hosted by Curtis Taylor third. Wednesday night, we have uh, Temblor Brewing Company, and hosted by Chris Flail That is 7 o'clock. And Thursday, we are back at Club Quip, 7 o'clock, hosted by Austin Bovee. So, um, yeah, come out and check out some of the Bakersfield's greatest comics. Uh, It's a a fucking blast, folks. So come on out and check us out. And with that, I am going to go ahead and say goodnight, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.